Welcome to my podcast on everything about health. I'm your host, Becca, and here we will be discussing basic information on every topic. We will cover everything from physical health, spiritual health, and mental health. No topic is off All guest appearances welcome. This platform is to bring back the freedom of speech and allow everyone to feel their voice matters, no matter what the circumstances are. Hello, everybody. Welcome back from a long two-week hiatus, which now from social media, if you follow me on both Facebook and Instagram, you understand I took a two-week hiatus because I was in first trimester. Yes, correct. I am pregnant and I am rolling into second trimester. And though some Listeners can absolutely understand what I am going through. Some may not have had the same experience and some may not know the experience at all. And it's okay. I'm doing this episode on my first trimester because it's just following in line with what I'm doing is keeping you in tune with the journey because there are going to be some listeners who may need to hear this or may want to hear it or understand differently. So as we dive in, let me kind of just share with you, I did not have the best trimester. I talked to people who had the best. They were glowing. They felt great. They were excited. Everything went perfect for them. And that was their experience, which is totally okay. And I envied them. Just realistically, I envied them. I didn't know I was pregnant for the first four weeks. I actually found out beginning of March. And then I was about at that point, five and a half going on six weeks. Felt fine, nothing going on. And I thought, oh, this is great. I'm one of the lucky ones. Wrong. I am so wrong. Oh, so, so, so wrong. And then week six hits. And as we're going through week six, I start feeling nauseous. I was like, nah, it's okay. I'm just going to eat. I'm going to do this. And I start trying different things to try and make myself feel better. And then the vomiting happened. Sorry if this is a little too descriptive for some of you guys. Just be prepared. It is going to be descriptive because this is what the journey was for me. So yes, I started vomiting. Some days were great. Some days were bad. It was really a roller coaster. I had no idea what to expect. I had no idea what to really figure out how to eat. And let's rewind and remind all listeners out there, my undergraduate degree is in dietetics. That means I completely know what I need to be eating in first trimester. I know the importance of what nourishing my body looks like and what it should be. Did that happen? No. And as it got further along, it got worse. And I love every influencer and dietetic and person on a social media platform where they encourage you to do this or try that. I did it. I took their advice because I was desperate. I wanted anything to feel better. I wanted anything just for my body to have the nutrients it needed. And it rejected everything. If I made a collagen smoothie, I threw it up. If I tried to eat any bit of protein, which is highly important in the first trimester for all those soon-to-be mamas out there and those wanting to become a mama, 
Protein is very important in the first trimester. I threw up all protein. If it wasn't a chicken finger deep fried, it wasn't going down. You know how frustrating that is? To know the nutrients you want for your body and it to not happen. It is so frustrating. I was so frustrated. I would do anything to try and get nutrients into my body and I threw them up. I finally, after just talking to a bunch of support girls, I gave up and I just ate what baby could keep down. And some days that was crackers. At one point for three days, that was nothing. I absolutely threw up everything in sight from soup to toast to crackers to water to everything. And then you start thinking you have that you have that medical condition that's HG and I forget how to pronounce the whole name of it. So for all you mamas out there that know what HG is, it's pretty uh and for those who don't know what HG is, it's pretty much where you can't keep anything down. You're just throwing up, throwing up, throwing up and a doctor will diagnose you with it. Thankfully, no, I do not have it because I had good days. It was just an episode of three bad days. Thankfully, my sister is who she is and she came and saved me. So I'm very thankful for that. And then the following day, we went to the doctor where I was put on B6 every six hours and Imodium at night. And that seemed to work. Funny thing is, I was already at week 12 where all moms were saying, it's going to get better. You're in the clear. You're going to do just fine. No, I wasn't. It was it was not okay. My birthday, thank God, Ty took me out at 4 p.m. in the afternoon because by 6 p.m. I was sick and in bed. <laughs> I really, really missed my life in first trimester. I love working out. Everybody knows I love working out. Even hearing some of the following episodes, bodybuilding, you know working out is part of who I am. And I could not work out because every time I would go to the gym and I would attempt to work out, my blood sugars were so wonked because of how my body was rejecting food and not keeping it in or out, whatever, I was throwing up or I'd get done at the gym because I felt good enough to go. And then I was sick. I was horribly sick. So I thought maybe doing yoga. So I went to my friend's gym and we did yoga together. First session, just fine second session, miserably sick. I'm like, this is yoga. This is the most relaxing thing you can ever do. How am I miserably sick right now? Guys, it was so frustrating. The journey of trying to figure out for a first mama, your body and what's happening was so frustrating. And like I said, moms, some moms have the best experience and they don't know this type of feeling and they're like, wow, I never had that. That's okay. I really, really don't wish this experience on anyone because it was really hard. And then your hormones, let's get into that. Your hormones are surging in a million different directions that you truly are either the medical book of what's happening to you or you're the complete opposite where you're starting to feel almost like a depression state, an anxiety state. Um, there were days where I was so sick on the couch and I would question 
what am I doing? I felt lazy. I felt like I was non-contributing. And from someone who works so hard and who dedicates so much to a household and to try and meet my partner's level and match it and help him just as much as he gives to me, it was really, really hard for me to comprehend allowing him to take on the 13 to 14 hour workday blue collar man that he is to come home and contribute to the household my chores, my workload, my things. I was not okay because to me, they were mine. Ladies, if you have this experience in first trimester, please have a partner that really authentically loves you because I don't know how I could have made it without him. He had to constantly remind me that I was making a baby because Lord knows I forgot I was the one that was pregnant throwing up over a toilet. And you really do. You forget how much your body does because you forget what you're growing. You just think that you see these women who have a job and aren't self-employed and they're working and you're trying to figure out how do they work? How do they work and throw up and be miserable at a job and, per- and get a production? How are they not fired? Maybe they just have really great bosses. For all you working moms out there in a 1040 corporation setting, please somehow direct message me, shoot me a message on Facebook. Somehow talk to me and tell me if you had this first trimester of not feeling good and literally could not work at all because you were just ill, how did you get through work? How did that work for you? Because I talked to some moms and they were like, oh, I wasn't as sick as you. So I was just fine. And I would nap during my lunch break. And I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. Okay, but for the mamas that are sick, how are you making it, girl? Do you need a hug? Like, I'll meet you and I'll give you a big hug and I will bring some ginger chews with me or whatnot and I will try and help you out because I did it all. I had the nausea wristbands. I did two different ginger chews because one of them I threw up. So thankfully, my friend gave me another one and it was okay, but it didn't really work. Um, I tried ginger beer. I tried ginger ale. I tried ice chips. That was a success. Duly noted mama's ice chips are a win in the book. I tried crackers. Some days it worked. Some days it didn't. That is how I know I did not have HG. Some days when I was ill, I could have dry toast and I was fine. I could drink an icy. There were for, for two weeks in first trimester, Ty had to stop and get me a sugar-free peach slushy from Sonic just for me to eat because I couldn't eat unless I had my slushy. Thankfully, that man loves me so much in life because I don't know what I would do without him. There was a time period where I had to have a Pop-Tart in the morning in order to eat. There was a time period where all that I could eat were peanut butter and jelly uncrustable smucker sandwiches. And they had to be frozen and softly defrosted. So that way the peanut butter was still hard. I went through frozen Go-Gurts. Almost like I reverted back to my childhood 
years. And I do hear that sometimes that really does happen when in the first trimester when you're pregnant, you really do revert back to what you liked as a child. And that made so much sense to me. I would have done anything to eat vegetables. I would have done anything just to have protein. In fact, I couldn't keep any protein down to the point where my muscle deteriorated. Like if you looked at me from January and you take a look at me now, to me, and I am my worst critic, it's hard. That's hard to look at the strong bodybuilding woman with beautiful shoulders in January. And then I look at the pregnant me now where, where I'm like, where did my shoulders go? Why are my quads down in size? Why do my quads not look sculpted and beautiful and just poking through my legs? Where did my muscle go? That was the hardest part is having to process all of the things all at once. Like you're processing everything. You're pregnant. What questions do you ask the doctor? What am I going to be expecting? And I'm a first time mom. So for all you mamas out there that you're going on your second, your third, your fourth, you're probably shaking your head knowing what I mean when you had your first because you're literally, this is new to you. And then your body's doing stuff you're totally not used to. One day I'm freezing cold and I need to be bundled up in a, a sweater and a jacket and the next day I'm sweating and it's, oh, it's, there's no medium for me. There was no medium for me. And just trying to keep up, trying to keep up with where things were going and how to handle it. That was overwhelming. I had the best support team and the best people in my corner. I have to say, if you guys do not have a support team, please reach out. If I have to make a support group, I will, because that is so important. I did not realize how important having the mamas in my corner, having my mom call me every day to check on me. She doesn't realize, but that meant more to me than anything because I just felt like she acknowledged how bad it was and she was my mom. Because she is my mom. She'll always call me like that. But it was just, it felt a different feeling because I was pregnant. She's excited. She's excited to be a grandma and just her calling me every day and helping me through it. One night I was so sick, I was crying on the phone to her and I feel like I reverted back to the five-year-old girl who was sick and she just talked me through it and she just got me to bed and it was awesome. My partner, there's numerous nights he put me to bed and made sure I had a bucket by my bed and water and everything I needed. And then in the middle of the night, he was checking on me. There are so many things to a support tribe that mamas need that you don't realize. And you also need a friend that reminds you to be nice to yourself. Man, I love one of my best friends because she constantly checked on me and reminded me to give myself grace, to rest. She had to remind me that I wasn't lazy, that I was still hardworking. I was hardworking in a different position. First trimester, I made it through because my support team was there being my brain when my brain wasn't my brain. And if you first time moms are laughing because you're right, our brain is not our brain. And if you mamas out there who are veterans, you're probably laughing too. 
we can go, this is no joke, ladies and gentlemen, we can go from the happiest mamas in the world singing in the morning, getting our drinks and our food and everything ready, and something happened, and in point five seconds, we're either raging mad to where we're going to blow something up or punch somebody, or we're bawling because we have to ball. I have a friend of mine who's also pregnant. She's about six days um, behind me. Super awesome journey to share with her too. It was pretty cool. However, she didn't have any morning sickness. And she, I call it the sleeping beauty syndrome. She had what's called the sleeping beauty syndrome where she just needed to sleep all the time. However, she was not gifted the 1090 work from home life. She is in school working all over the place and she doesn't have the ability to rest when she needs to rest so she had to really fight her tiredness and because she's t- constantly fighting being tired and when you're tired and worn down any regular person listening to this podcast right now you're going to understand that when you are tired and you just need to sleep and you're over exhausted you somehow emotionally want to cry over spilt milk because you're so exhausted that's my friend She is so exhausted that the tiniest drop of a pin could trigger her to cry. And it's because her hormones are going 100 miles per hour. She's super exhausted and it's something she just can't control. So, mamas, give yourself grace. Give yourself grace Rest when you need to. And I know the veteran moms are probably out there saying, yeah, rest. Because I had a lot of veteran moms reminding me to rest. No, you're not lazy. No, you are a contributing factor to society. You're growing a human being. Remember, you're growing a human being. When I'm on TikTok... I watch a lot of informational videos from doctors, researchers, scientists, nurses, things of that nature. I like being on the nerdy side of TikTok because I learn and I love it. I watched a study that a doctor did where he took marathon runners. He measured their threshold metabolic rate at a 2.5. He then studied a pregnant woman and did the same threshold and they are at a 2.2. So mama bears, we are running a marathon creating a child. So every time we move our hands, every time we walk upstairs, every time we do a load of laundry, dishes, cooking, just trying to do life normally, we raise that threshold even higher. So remember, we are already marathon runners just trying to create a child anything more, boost that up past a marathon runner. Be gracious to yourself. Then I found out another video where most moms already know this, but for you new mamas out there, our lungs are compressed right now. So if you're feeling short of breath and you can't get a full complete breath, yes, that is absolutely normal. And what I've been doing to help my breathing is I do five deep breaths. If I feel I'm short of breath, I'm lacking a full breathing exercise, I sit and I do it. 
there is no time capacity of like, I do it every two hours or I do it at like every six hours. Nope. I do it when I feel the most out of breath and I do five deep breaths. That really helps. One, relax me. Two, I get full breathing back and I feel better. And three, it reminds me to take a second and remember you're growing a human. First trimester is not easy to some. And for those that it is easy, congrats. I sincerely mean that because that is a beautiful experience to experience. For you mamas out there, there is no time cap of when you're going to feel better. Some people told me I'd feel better in 12 weeks. Others said 14 weeks. One girl was straight honest. She goes, I felt horrible till 20 weeks. There is no time limit. And guess what? Everybody's going to be different. So don't have any expectations. Give yourself grace and a nap when you need it. And if you're not feeling good, just know that you're creating something bigger than anything and anyone can ever imagine. And it's okay to take that time to sit in the fetal position on your bed. As much as you hate it, because I hated it, I would much rather lose my left or right arm than be nauseous. You just got to take rest. You just got to know you're okay. And I needed those reminders every single day I didn't feel okay. There was a time I walked outside. Ty was sitting out back. And I walked out there super emotional about to cry because I realized over half of my muscle was gone. And I was super sad. And he reminded me, well, baby, you haven't been to the gym. And then I felt even worse about it. I don't even know why. He's trying to help me. And I literally felt worse that I hadn't been to the gym. Like I didn't take care of myself. But in reality, I was taking care of myself the best I could. And then he made a very funny joke, which um, we will get to later in life. We're not going to repeat the joke now. But it was funny enough to make me get it, pull out of it. And that's the nice thing about my partner is that every time I was crying, every time I didn't feel good or I was sick and puking and looking like misery, he made sure that he had some type of logical humor to make me smile again. And that made the day so much better, even though it was miserable. It at least kept the situation so light that I didn't feel as bad. Again, repeating myself, have a tribe so strong that it builds you up. Mamas out there that don't have a tribe, again, please reach out. I don't want any mom to feel alone because knowing what I just went through in first trimester, that's hard. You need a tribe. You need somebody to remind you how much grace to give yourself because you're growing a human. And sometimes we really forget it because we're living a life and we don't feel the baby. The baby is growing. We don't feel the baby. So we consciously do not remember. We know we're pregnant, but we forget how much it takes to grow a baby. Another video I watched on social media that really struck me, and I don't remember if it was sent to me or if I ran across it, I don't really remember. I have the worst pregnancy brain. Some days are good, some days are not. This woman talked, it was a doctor, an OBGYN doctor. She talked about 
moms who felt lazy and like they weren't contributing to society. I was like, wow, this video is perfect for me. So she talks about, imagine you get up and somebody gives you a million plus tiny, tiny, tiny Legos. And they tell you with these tiny Legos, you have to build a baby. And as you work, let's just say for eight hours, let's just give a time cap of eight hours because that's what she did. She said, let's just give a time cap of eight hours. If you took all of the little tiny Legos and looked at your work after eight hours, you would be very proud of yourself. So why, mamas, are you not doing that now? And that like struck a nerve for me. And if it's striking a nerve for some of you guys, I'm hoping so. Because that's right. After a long day, no matter what it looks like, eight hours, 12 hours, 20 hours, whatever your day looks like, ladies, mamas, look back. And think you had to put together internally all these tiny, tiny, tiny Legos being our D- being the baby's DNA. And you need to be proud. You need to be very proud of your hard work. Anything additional, the load of laundry you did, the dishes you made, or, or the dishes you've done, or the meal you made, that's just icing on top of the cake. That's just the cherry topper. Good job for doing that extra work. If you have a partner that does it for you, don't feel bad. I felt bad. My partner had to remind me all the time not to feel bad, but I did feel bad. And now I am going into week 15, but I did not start feeling like myself until this week. And that is why I'm doing a recap of first trimester today, because Monday was my first official day where I woke up and I felt like myself. And thank God I did because I had more emotional trauma hit me that day. And if I was nauseous and throwing up plus dealing with all of that, I I think I would have lost it. So for sure, God doesn't give us more than we can handle. That's a positive. However, then Tuesday, I, it dawned on me how good I felt yesterday. Even though all the chaos hit me, how good I felt. And then I felt good again. And then Wednesday hit and I felt just as good. And then I attempted to go back to the gym. That was really hard, by the way. Just want you guys to know that was extremely hard. However, I gave myself enough grace because I did feel good enough. I didn't feel like I was sitting in a chair being depressed and beating myself up and being my own bully that I was able to give myself grace and say, even if I make it for one exercise, I made it. Plot twist, I made it for five exercises. I felt even better. And I came home and made dinner. Boom. Win-win. Even felt even better. Thursday woke up really tired. I knew for the whole week of all the great energy, I just needed to give myself more grace on Thursday, which I did because now I realize how to balance that. And it took me 14 weeks to get that through my head and that was hard. But you know the best part? This week I've been able to eat protein again. The minute I kept protein down, I teared up. Maybe hormonal, but it was a feeling of nutrition again. 
It was a feeling that I was able to nourish my body and I was no longer worried about what I was putting inside of me because I knew I was nourishing my body. And I want you guys to know for moms out there who struggle in first trimester and the cravings and the nausea and the vomiting and all of that chaos is going on and you really just want to eat some fruit and feel better, but you throw it up. Or you really just want to eat some vegetables, but you throw them up. Or protein, like myself, and then you throw it up. Just be nice to yourself. A really great friend told me it's not called first trimester. It's called survival mode. That made my day hearing that. So if that resonates with you, please know this is survival mode of first trimester. Just keep baby and yourself alive, however that means. And try your hardest to stay hydrated. I was not, I went from drinking a gallon today to maybe 50 ounces of water because I was throwing it up and too scared to drink water. My doctor literally said, even if you throw it up, you need to push your water some more. I never realized that until I was 12 weeks pregnant. And I wish somebody else would have told me that. But again, I wasn't talking about that. So it's hard. How do you know the information you need to know when you're not asking those questions or you're not talking about it or somebody's not able to understand? That's hard. And first time moms, the questions will come to you. So if you're sitting there in first trimester and you're saying, I don't know what questions to ask, don't worry. They come to you. I mean, every first trimester mom is going to have different questions. So I can't sit here and tell you what questions to ask your doctor or your doula or however you choose to have your baby because your, your journey is so different from what my journey could be. And though we are sharing similar experiences, it's still different. So those questions are going to come to you and that's okay. Let them come to you in that time. As long as you don't have the vaginal bleeding, spotting, obviously that's going to happen if you have um, implantation bleeding. I did not. I was very lucky. I did not have any bleeding. I know friends that have had it and they freaked out and called their doctor. That's okay. It's okay to freak out and call your doctor. So moms, if you're having implantation bleeding and it freaks you out, call your doctor. Let them be the one to reassure you it's implantation bleeding and not something worse. You're going to have cramping in your first trimester. It's going to feel like your period's going to come, but it never comes. I think my cramps ended about week 9 to week 10. There are some moms I know it went all the way to 12 weeks and then it ended. There's no timeline for what you or somebody else is going to feel You could just share an experience and allow somebody to make the judgment or at least shine a light at the tunnel. Because I tell people now, I'm like, hey, I'm week 14 and I'm feeling good. That doesn't mean it's going to happen for you, but I just want you to know that I found the light and I hope you find the light. Because I don't know what their pregnancy is going to be. I don't know how they're going to feel. And I don't want to give them false hope that 14 weeks are going to feel better and they come 14 weeks and they don't feel better. That really disappoints moms. I'm going to tell you that right now. Just share your experience so that way in case it resonates with somebody or it gives them a ray of hope, that helps. For all the non-moms out there or the ones that really just don't want kids and this wasn't your episode, bear with me as we go through the next six months. I will be keeping people up to date 
as I exit a trimester and then after birth. And I will be doing episodes of that for the moms, for the first time moms, for the going to be moms. However, that's not going to be every episode. This is not turning into a mom podcast. This is me sharing my journey with you guys. This is me allowing the people out there to hear my perspective of what happened. And this is me being just raw and honest about, yeah, I know the education of nutrition of what my body needed, but that did not look like that for first trimester for me. And it, I wasn't okay at first. It took me a while to be okay. So all you mamas out there that aren't okay right now, hang in there. Reach out if you need support. Reach out to your tribe if you need support. Don't be alone because you need an army to get you through this and remind you this is going to be awesome in the end. Thank you guys for bearing with me as I was super sick the last two weeks and trying to get episodes out just didn't happen. And now we're back up and running. I really appreciate your patience, reaching out, checking in on me, asking all the questions. Please keep supporting I can't tell you how much you all mean to me and I look forward to you guys next week. If you like today's podcast, please make sure to subscribe and listen every Friday, like, comment, and share so others can enjoy just like you.